What's happening, beautiful people? This is Stephanie Holbin, hashtag Boss Rhino, and this is episode 23 of my 90-day run. And I, it's funny because it just dawned on me today as I was telling my story live that I have not told you guys much about me. And if you follow me, if you know who I am, then I'm sure you know a lot about me. But if you just stumble across this podcast, you don't really know who Stephanie is. So here it goes. I'm going to give it to you guys short and sweet and a little bit about my story because you guys should know a little something about who comes on here and talks to you, right? And gives you all the goods. And uh, so I think it's important to tell your story. If you guys aren't out there telling your story and you're in like the social media network marketing uh, space, then you're really doing your business a disservice. And I'm not talking about the down, dirty stuff, unless you want to talk about that. I'm talking about who were you before you started your journey and who are you now? You, the thing about telling your story is you have to have, you have to get other people to relate to you, to get other people to love, like, and trust you. That's why if you think of really anybody that you truly follow on social that has a good standing that's really put in the work, you probably know their story. It's because they're telling it constantly. They're telling it so much that you could probably tell their story for them. And it's that's huge because their story is probably what got you to follow them in the first place. So keep that in mind. Make sure that you're telling your story. Make sure you're letting people know who you are. And here goes mine. Uh, I'm Stephanie Holbin. I grew up in Virginia. I've lived in Virginia my entire life. I was raised by a single mom out trying to do her best. And you guys know how it is. Uh, I'm in the 40-ish club. So I think they called us like latchkey kids where we didn't really need our parents. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, I love my parents and all, but we didn't need them. Kindergarten, we were getting off the bus, unlocking the door, letting ourselves in, eating a bowl of cereal and watching cartoons. And we weren't thinking about anything. You know, so that's exactly why we got that name and why we are such a resilient generation, I think, is because we really had to take care of ourselves at a young age because parents, no matter if you were a single parent or a two-household income parent, everybody had to work. The cost of living was so ridiculously expensive and raised. It used to be, back in the day, the... You know, husband went off to work and the wife stayed home and she took care of the kids and she raised the kids and they can afford to live. Well, once we came along, that was no longer the case. Everybody had to go out and work to make ends meet. So it had a, it had a lot of kids coming up being real independent and being tough and taking shots and all the things, right? So that is my generation. So fast forward, instead of doing like uh, the road to where you got a good education and you went to school and you had your kids and you know you found your husband or wife and you just had this white picket fence and you lived the dream that apparently was fed to us that that, that not apparently that was fed to us that was a fed to us that was apparently doing the right thing i did everything backwards <laughs> i went to school i barely made it through i had a kid at 20 and so i had to start really from the back of the class. You know, I when you when you start out rough, you're constantly playing catch up. So, you're constantly 
trying to figure out how to make the next move in life. And so I was working two jobs, single mom, trying to make ends meet. And so I just kind of repeated the same cycle. And But what I did know is that I didn't want the same outcome. But what I was in was in a situation that I didn't know really how I was going to get out of. So I just took a lot of waitressing jobs. I took a lot of, you know, just everyday jobs that people go out and get nothing special. I mean, I worked at a few restaurants. I did a few things. And then I came across cleaning houses for a living. And so I got into my mom, started her own company, and she did new construction cleaning. So basically, that's it. I cleaned homes for a living. I scrubbed toilets to get my kids through elementary school. I scrubbed toilets to get them through middle school, pretty much. Uh, and I did what I had to do. I worked hard. I, I put a lot of hard work on my body, but I never stopped wanting something more. Never, ever. And so I landed on this job by pure accident. Somebody went for a job interview back. Let's talk about the fact that that's back when it was the uh, workforces world that we lived in. So they could pick and choose from a lot of people because there was plenty of people out there, you know, that needed a job that were going for interviews. And so by fault, a friend of mine, she went for this interview and she decided she didn't want it because she didn't want to take that 30-minute drive. So I knew that they were doing interviews and I I just reiterated, like, it's can I come in? Can you guys meet me? And I, it, the job was really over my pay grade. I didn't have any experience, but they took a shot on me. And I'm so glad they did because I ended up uh, in a government job and in a salary, my very first ever salary paid job. So that was my first real step up. Like, can we talk about the fact that I was able to get health insurance, that I was able to have a steady income and I knew it was coming in, but I was still broke. I was always broke. You know, once you get into this point where you're in debt, right? It's like you can never get out of it. It it's it's crazy and my money mindset and the way I handle money was horrible because it was never taught, okay? When I went to school, they didn't teach accounting and bookkeeping and all of those things. And if they did, I probably wouldn't have took the class cuz I'm horrible with numbers. So, I took homemaking and how to sew and how to make things and then I did hair. I took cosmetology. I did all the things that I thought might be some kind of career in life, but I still ended up waiting tables and scrubbing toilets, right? So you never really know what's going to happen, but I was super excited that I got the opportunity for this job and I stayed there and I did really well. Like I moved up the ladder really quickly and and, and I got uh, pretty high, pretty high up. Like I was the, the person to go to at that point, 10, 10 years into the making of that, right? So uh, I was pretty proud of myself for that, but I still, I still just felt like I needed something more. I was always very, uh, reading self-help books. I was always listening to podcasts. I don't know what the official word is for it, but I knew that my, my life was meant for something more. I knew that just showing up somewhere, you know, building somebody else's dreams and never getting ahead of my own, like never being a, you know, how many of you guys can relate where you actually get vacation, but you can't take vacation? Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to pay for it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it was just, you know, wondering when you pay your 
your electric bill. Uh, what are you gonna What are you gonna choose? Your phone or your electric? Right, that month. How long of an extension can you get? But yet you're still working your job that's supposed to, you know, take care of you and keep you out of debt. And it just never does. It just never does. I'm telling you, it's so hard once you're in a certain spot and you started off, you know, backpedaling through life, getting to where you need to be to a comfortable, because that's all I used to say. I remember saying that all the time, you guys. I always were saying, I just wish I could live comfortable. I just wish I could live comfortable. And I was never comfortable. And I had what people would call a comfortable job, but I still, I was just so far behind the eight ball that I could never catch up. And one day I was watching something on a social media uh, platform and I connected with somebody that I really related to. And I swear it's all history from there. It's all history from there. Um, I hooked up with her and I really loved doing what I was doing and do, becoming a network marketer right in front of my eyes. And I didn't even realize it because... I was still just going to work every day and then I would come home and I would share with people what I was doing in my life and the things that were helping me, right? Because my a, a, a huge part I left out of my story, guys, is that I was 360 pounds. I was miserable, right? I was very active, but I was still very heavy. I was very, like, I, I can't even tell you. I had very athletic children. I had, you know, running them from... Football, baseball, basketball, cheer, all the things, right? All my all three kids. I have two boys and a daughter, and they were all very active in life. And I kept them that way. They were all in shape, you know. And my husband, he's in great shape, all of the things. And it was just me. And nobody ever said anything to me because they thought that I was happy, right? They thought that, you know, it's just me. And I love you anyways. And you're beautiful anyways. But really, I'm in the inside screaming, you know, somebody help me. Somebody help me. And that somebody that I hooked up with on social media helped me. And they didn't just help me lose the fat. Like, I've lost over 100 pounds, guys. They helped me find my true calling and my true calling is helping other people really like there's nothing I love more in this world than knowing that somebody is doing better with their life that somebody that was stuck in the same situation as me not being able to you know put two dollars in their gas tank to get to their government job what are they doing wrong in life like what are, what's happening here like I don't understand and so that's what I did and I just powered through it because I was able to speak on so many relatable things. And then I started learning. I started personal developing. I started really looking at myself from the inside out. And I started building on the things that I thought. I found great leaders and I let them lead me. If they said jump, I jumped. If they said roll over, I rolled over. If they said do this, I did that. And before I knew it, I had that trust of my followers. I had the experience of going through it myself, so I was able to share it with others. And so here I am now today, three, almost three years into this journey. It'll be three years in a couple of months. And I just look back now, like, wow, my life has truly, truly changed 
in so many aspects. I feel better now in my 40s than I have had in my 30s. Heck, probably even my 20s. Uh, I, I look better. I feel better. I have better energy. I have more focus. I know what I want out of this life. I quit that job, right? So many of us are so scared to take a leap out on themselves. So many of us are scared to bet on us winning, instead we automatically think we're gonna fail. And I'm telling you, I know this because that was me. That was me. I was I was doing so well in network marketing, and a part of me still hung on to that job so much because of my heart and soul had been put into it to build it, but also because I knew that I was getting a steady paycheck. But there's no such thing as a steady paycheck. The, the I could have woke up that next day and that job been demolished. I could have been fired. The whole company could have went under. There's no guarantee in that paycheck. But for some reason in our psyche, we think these nine to fives are guaranteed that our check is always going to cash. But I promise you, it's not the case. Wouldn't you rather bet on yourself? Even if you fail at first, don't you want to bet on you? right? You should be your biggest cheerleader. You should be the ace in your pocket, right? So, but it's crazy that we don't automatically do that, that we feel like we need to be under this uh, safety blanket, wearing this seatbelt through these nine to lives, right? Building somebody else's dream instead of building our own. So, I took the leap and I quit the job and I cried every single day of the two weeks that I had to report to, you know, after I told them that I was leaving. And I don't know if it was just like the release of that stress, the release of so many years of hard work, the the relief of I finally broke out and took a bet on myself, the relief of knowing that my life was changing in such a major way. I don't know, guys. But what I do know, it was the best decision I ever made in my life. And I wish I would have made this decision years and years and years ago and I started working on myself then. But I think it has perfect timing. It's it's perfect timing now because uh, I think it was given to me exactly when I needed it to happen. So if you guys are listening to this right now, just know that the things that are happening to you right now are meant to happen in this time, in this moment. But I would ask you to take a hard, long look at your life and ask yourself, when are you going to bet on you? When are you going to put all the money on the table and bet on you? Because that's the best type of feeling. Now, I know that I'm completely responsible for my life and my future and my family's life and my family's future, right? And I know that I'm going to make it great because now is my time and I believe in myself and I do that self-worth talk every single day. So I would suggest that you take a hard, long look at what it is you're doing right now in your life and figure out um, a game plan. What do you want to do? Do you want to continue clocking in to that job every single day or do you want to take a step out and bet on you? Right? Take a step out and make those things that you've always wished you could do come true because we only get one stab at it. We only get one chance to make the best life that we could possibly make. Right? There's no redos. We don't get to try again. 
you know, once it's our life is done, our life is done. So now is the time. Now is the time to go gamble on yourself. So I hope you guys love this one. That's just a little bit of my story. And uh, yeah, I think I'll continue with this like once a week and give you guys tidbits of how my this has changed my life and how my life has changed. Um, and I appreciate you guys for... To, Listen, 100%, I appreciate you guys for listening. Screenshot this. Put it in your story. I'm a little shook up, you know, now because I really, honestly, I think about how my life has changed, and it just blows my mind. It just blows my mind that how society tells us that we're supposed to live a certain type of life. And I promise you, that's not the only life out there. So I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And if you say, how can you love me? You don't even know me. Well, you just listen to my story. So you just gave me a reason to love you. I appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of your night.